Listening to the Common Fan Podcast, a Husker football podcast for the common fan by the common fan. Hello there, common fans, and happy Thanksgiving to each and every one of you. It's Thanksgiving week, which means it's Iowa week, and we're going to be discussing plenty of both of those items in this episode. We are the Common Fan Crew. I am TJ Burkle with Maddie Owens Sr. and Geoff in Lincoln. Gentlemen, happy Thanksgiving week. Listen, before you guys even say anything, I, I need to get something out there right out of the gate. Uh, I'm not embarrassed by this. I'm not ashamed of it. Uh, and I feel very strongly about it. It's probably a hill I would die on, actually. But this is uh, you know, a slight side note for Common Fans. We often, like don't tell you we have an outline for most episodes of, of kind of what we want to cover but like all of geoff's weirdness he doesn't tell us about it in advance he just drops this stuff <laughs> drops this stuff on us it's, during it's not weirdness it's normal, normal behavior um so like so like this has been one that i really wanted to share with the guys over text and in advance and i've held off because i wanted to see your true genuine reactions to this again I'm not Ooh. embarrassed by it. I don't think Ooh. it's even that controversial, but like I could see me coming in for some Geoff level criticism. I'm excited uh, for, for this opinion. I do not like at all Thanksgiving Turkey. Oh, Whew. Jeff probably agrees with you. No, <laughs> I, I mean, I get it, but. No, TJ, thanks. Hear me out. Hear me out. Why don't we stick a freaking bird in the oven any other of the 364 days out of the year? That's a point. Because it's not very good. You might have a a turkey sandwich. What do you got to do? You got to put mayonnaise on it. You got to put avocado on it. You got to put all kinds of things. You you know what you get most? You know what you get with most most turkey sandwiches these days? Bacon. You got to put bacon yeah. on your turkey sandwich. That's yeah. a damn it's turkey. good point. Though. Turkey's dry. I, it's, it's bland. It's not very good. Yeah. Last year, yeah. last year, last Thanksgiving, at home, at home here, we did, uh, we did ribeyes on the grill, salmon on the grill. We made creamy garlic mashed potatoes. We had a bunch of other sides. It was first of all way way less time consuming. Mm-hmm. I, and I mean, am I going to argue I, with I, no, am I going to argue I, with the ribeye on no, Thanksgiving? No, I it get it, but you can do that any perfect. other day of the year too. That Thanksgiving's for turkey. I, you, I, you choke I, down some. You choke down some dry turkey because the pilgrims did it. Because the pilgrims did it. Paul J. You smother it in some gravy. Friend of the program, with the group of guys, texted about how important gravy was because you have to put it on the dry turkey. Why are we doing this to ourselves? Why are we eating the main protein that we already know we're going to have to doctor? And you either take it with a bite of gravy, you take it with a bite of mashed potatoes, take it with a bite of stuffing. You don't just eat the turkey because it's enjoyable. Whereas with a, with a delicious bite of well-cooked steak, you're just going to eat that baby by itself. If you're, if you're a red blooded, TJ, I understand, but I don't condone. I understand. 
I get the argument too. I do get the argument, but I think Turkey's good. I'm I know I you're talking like it's just terrible. Of course you do. Of course. What do you know? What do you know? Jeff Lord actually likes this guy is all (laughs) over the map. I I didn't know that was such a controversial opinion that that Turkey that's literally on almost every sandwich that you can order at a sandwich shop. People don't like I I guess I didn't know that. It's it's not controversial. It's Geoff hates potlucks and snickers bars and mom and apple pie in america but somehow he loves turkey. sure turkey's great he loves turkey it's what not you know? bad you put enough salt pepper and gravy on there it's delicious i i i, I am a believer that um i will and I, and I will go to bat for this big time the turkey on thanksgiving day i could take or leave it's really the rest of it the sides which i'm sure we'll get into here we will yes i actually prefer the leftover turkey on a sandwich, maybe throw some stuffing in there with it, drizzle a little bit of gravy, uh, oh, and slap some mayo God. on it. The leftover turkey sandwich, like the next day, either while you're watching Nebraska football or directly after, chase it down with a nice, nice, cool Coors banquet is is chef's kiss, is America, oh is America... Oh. I couldn't team. I couldn't disagree more. Wait, wait, wait. You wait, more. wait. You like turkey, but now suddenly you're coming in hot. It's the leftover turkey. Leftover he doesn't do leftovers. He leftover. Do leftovers. <laughs> he, he likes <laughs> to waste his food. He likes to throw it in the trash <laughs> immediately oh, after a meal. My God. No, there's look at all this lasagna leftover. Oh, just put it in the trash. <laughs> it's <laughs> starving oh people, God. Jeff. Oh, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Starving people <laughs> in China, Jeff. Reheated food is so oh my god. It's just it doesn't have the same taste, clearly, because you're using God, what has a microwave work? You're you're basically baking it in reheated food. He says a, a, nu- a nuclear box, and I don't know what okay, it does. All right, well, what, if you, what if you? What if you? <laughs> oh, now he's a microwave conspiracy theorist. Yeah, what if you uh, pull the turkey out cold and just eat it that way? You don't I can so hand up, I could, hand up. I could, I've done I, it. I could do that. I, I actually will say that I could do that. I have done it, but I think there's a timing issue. I will eat like we won't go way off the board here, but like cold pizza. I've eaten cold pizza the day after the day after. But there is something about timing that once I get to 24 hours, that shit's out. It's not in the fridge anymore. I'm not taking any more chances with it. It's gone. It's gone. No, you're such a sensitive little leprechaun. Um, Did you guys uh, check out the Irish earlier this week? Did you guys check those guys out? Speaking of who they beat Wake Forest. (laughs) That was yeah. Sam awesome, Hartman's Jeff. old school. It was Sam yeah. Hartman's old school. Ooh, revenge game. Jeff. Congratulations, Jeff. <laughs> okay, sorry. All right. Move on. <laughs> I don't like um, Well, look, look, and let me be look. Obviously, I, I foresee many Thanksgivings with turkey in my future. It's unavoidable. And so, like, of course, okay. I'm going to eat it. It's not one of those things where like I'm disgusted by it or I can't eat it or something. It's just not something that we that I ever choose to eat otherwise. Okay, so neither does anyone else, as far as so, I'm aware. You don't go, uh, you know, you don't go over to your buddy's house in July, and they say, "Oh, come on in, we just put a turkey in the oven." No, <laughs> no one ever does that. It is an it is an good. odd it is an it's odd tradition. Good. It's an odd tradition. And you know what? In the in the interest of you know in the in the grand tradition of this show, just continuing to offend people, you know, there goes our sponsorship with the turkey growers of America. <laughs> But I just I had to be honest about it. I had to be honest. I, about it. Oh, because we're all choosing if we're if we're having poultry, we're all choosing chicken. 
99 out of 100 times, right? No doubt. Delicious, no doubt. delicious chicken sandwiches from Chick-fil-A, Charlie Cologne. Delicious <laughs> chicken sandwiches. Uh, I don't like... So you talk about, well, why do we have to eat turkey on Thanksgiving? Do, like, do you like ham? Does anybody like ham? Yeah, I love ham. I do I like love ham. ham. I will sit there ham. Eat, eat ham by itself. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. A good yes. Christmas oh, you, you don't like oh, turkey, God. but you like ham. Oh, yeah, ham is ham. fantastic. Oh, ham is oh, great. Oh, my God. So much more flavor. It's so much more. Uh, uh, oh, so my. Much more, it's less dry. Ham. Um, also ham. good on a leftover. Also good as leftover on a sandwich. A ham. Oh, a ham no sandwich. doubt. No yeah, doubt. Christmas yeah. ham. Common fans, oh. if you could see a Geoff's visceral physical reaction to this, ham is just terrible. Like, there's good things that come out. There's other things that come out of turkey. Like you get that good gravy you put on there, and usually it doesn't that come from like when you're putting it in the oven and it's like cooking in that like well, I don't even know what it is like that weird little metal yeah. box in there. That yeah, I don't even know. But you, you, eat you it get with gravy potato salad. Oh, Sorry, go ahead. Don't start. You get. <laughs> You get gravy out of there. And when we make a ham, I, I, God love my parents. They make great food. But you make that gravy with ham, and that just doesn't go good with anything either. Yeah, it's you just, don't put gravy on ham. You don't need the gravy. No, no, it's, not dry. Oh, it's not please. dry. Have, but, there's so what natural, I, what natural juices in the ham. You need gravy for the other stuff, like the potatoes. What are you going to eat that dry? Oh, I, I don't eat. The potatoes I make are filled with uh, sour cream, cream cheese, butter Ooh. and garlic so they don't need gravy they don't need Daddy. gravy yeah. see now you're getting hey, too fancy with it why before, don't you just eat a potato I think, mash up a potato i've had plenty of potatoes okay pal <laughs> i have plenty of potatoes before we get too far into this thanksgiving dishes and side dishes i've got a couple of things let me ask you a question first of all though boys did did it did either of you marry into a uh oh, a, easy a, a turkey trot, a turkey trot situation. Um, your your wives ever uh, try to sign you up for like a mile run with uh, with her and the kids, get some exercise no. before uh, strapping on the old feed bag, or is that just me? Short answer, no. G off with the quick no. Uh, I would say in twelve years of marriage, we did one pre kids, I think, but it certainly is not some sort of like family tradition that you know, my wife has to do every year or does with her family or something. Oh, good for you. Yeah, good we've, for never, you. we've done it once before and we're doing it again this year, apparently. Uh, oh, doing the turkey truck. It's just a mile. Um, I, I will but, say like it did, it did make me feel, I didn't go that hard. You go for the social aspect. I didn't, you know, I didn't push myself. Just a nice, easy jog. You feel slightly better about all the, you know, hopefully not turkey, but all the other stuff you're going to eat, all the desserts you're going to eat, all the yeah. red wine and bourbon and all, everything you're going to consume, you feel a little better about it. Yeah. I feel like in years prior, it just would have been frowned upon because I probably would have been there. Just something not good about being in a turkey trot and chain smoking heaters. That's just not, <laughs> a, not a good look. <laughs> I don't smoke anymore, mind you. It's been over a year, but you know, smoking at a turkey trot is just not the best look. Probably know, why like, we didn't like uh, John John Belushi in the the SNL skit. John Belushi, little chocolate, the, donut. little, little chocolate donuts. <laughs> <laughs> the breakfast I of did, champions. I'm just envisioning you though, like sitting there with a the heater in the mouth, like just like clapping and cheering. And you're like, all right, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, let's go. Let's do this. Flick, still holding. Still holding. Still holding. Still holding. 
Oh my goodness. Uh, so guys, we actually got an email about this. Uh, Barb from Decatur emailed the common fans. Barb. A uh, friend of the program. Hello, Barb. Great to hear from you. Um, she cites, you know, she cites Jeff's many food eccentricities. Uh, she'd like to get our reaction. She's asking for Jeff's reaction, but I think we should do this as a team thing mm-hmm. um, to, to the following list of Thanksgiving side dishes. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'm going to list them all and then we can, then we can discuss them yes. one by one. Creamed onions. I can, I'm not sure I've ever had creamed. Onions. I don't even know what that I, is. I don't even, yeah. Okay. Creamed onions, cranberry sauce, pretty, uh-huh. you know, staple, staple. Yep. Green bean casserole. Yep. Yams. Stuffing, okay, mashed potatoes and gravy. So that's six. And she signed it. God bless you, Barb. GBR, Barb from Decatur. We love you, Barb. Barb. There's there's a pair of socks coming your way. Thank you, Barb. Uh, But uh, but uh, okay, guys. So cream. Does anybody know what creamed onions are? Yes. Never had it, but it sounds like I would freaking hate it. Uh, <laughs> I love onions. I think I, that to me that's I'm intrigued by creamed onions. Catherine makes them in there. Um, it's like the pearl. She uses like the pearl onions. Oh, I love those. And love those. Um, it's basically just the pearl onions in like a cream sauce, and that's mm. like all it is. I I yeah, will have terrible. like a little small spoonful just to not make her feel bad. And then if she <laughs> listens to this, I'm sorry, honey, but she, I think she knows. Um, so you don't I don't well, you like, don't like them. Okay. No, okay. I, you know, there was one year where Kath went a little heavy on using the pearl onions on several recipes over like a three month stretch where I just couldn't do it anymore. And I finally had to tell her, hey, uh, notice you've been <laughs> using the pearl onions a lot lately. Um, <laughs> you're clearly into that. And then she like took the hint and was like, oh, he doesn't like it. My God, the I ungratefulness. Did. Just completely it's, it's ungrateful. Sound, Sorry. Sound, Someone's sorry. just making she's a, food she's for you. She's a fantastic cook. Someone's fantastic making food cook. for you, and you're complaining about the onions. You know what? And There's so the, many things that she makes that are way better than the creamed onions. The description alone just sounds terrible. Like just <laughs> <laughs> onions in a cream sauce. Is that That's okay. it? That's yeah. what it is. Uh, oh, it sounds delicious. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I got to be honest. I would love, oh. tell tell Catherine I would love to try the creamed onions. We'll we'll, we'll oh, ship Catherine. we'll ship some out to Ben. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. All right. Next one is cranberry sauce. This one's kind of like a Thanksgiving staple. I don't I mean I again because turkey is so dry and flavorless, I'll put anything <laughs> on it to get it down. So sure, I'll do some cranberry sauce. It's a no uh, for it, me. It's a no. It depends. Me. It's a no for you? I don't yeah, I can't. I don't like it. I don't want to do it. Why? I will, you drink, will you drink? Will you drink? Will you drink a vo- Will you drink a vodka cranberry? Oh, absolutely. Huh? Okay. Absolutely. So I, I, the cranberry what, sauce, I, I like know. you know, there's only so much room on my damn plate. Like, why am I going to put cranberry sauce on it? There's so many better yeah. things that are available, and like, I don't know. I and I've seen that where people put like cranberry sauce on their turkey, and I'm like, well, no, that's what the gravy goes on oh, turkey. Don't do that. That's that's terrible. A terrible idea. Don't do it. It's gross. It um, sounds gross. I don't, it depends on the kind, I guess. Because so you're into it. I am actually. I am like into, like homemade or like out of so, like a so that's, can, like that's a, where I'm that's where I'm going with this. I like it out. I like it out of a can. Can processed. <laughs> can we make it more processed, please? Dump that shit out. It oh, looks like it's, it's basically it's basically Jello. You can see like the ribs can the can ridges. Yeah, you can see oh that. Oh my god! You, you cut it up into just some slices. 
it's it's actually pretty good but uh that's how i like it like i don't know why but i don't like it touching like it's a sweet thing and i'm not a salty and sweet guy so i like I'll have it like on a separate plate. Like it touching the rest of your food. <laughs> so weird. Of, of, you're, you're so, I know. You're so sensitive no, about so many no. other things. What I know about Jeff, and he's mentioned this to me before, is that he's a sectional eater. <laughs> it's like one thing at a time. He yeah, doesn't like that. to mix so, the tastes in his mouth no, so like if there's a burger and fries he'll eat all the fries he'll eat all the fries before he even goes in on the burger and uh, there is a reason behind that because i feel like i'm not making any progress when i like go back and forth like i have the same same <laughs> amount of shit on my plate the entire time oh like i feel like I'm, a, I feel like I'm accomplished the goal oh progress. Up, yeah like i'm it's almost like a, yeah we're trying to get to an end goal here. <laughs> right, so I'll eat the turkey. So I'll start off with uh, on my plate, like Thanksgiving, for example. You know, I'll eat the relishes first. It's like the salad. I'll get that part done. The relishes, knock that out. We'll move on from there. We'll we'll move on to like the probably the corn. I would say the corn's next. Move on to that. You move yeah, on to the mashed. Do you, do, you, do you enjoy eating, or is it like yes, a, just a process? For you? I do. It's a chore. <laughs> it's just a chore, just to survive. Yeah, just you move on to the next thing. Needs sustenance. Kind of like, yeah, I need to just stay alive, so I'm going to eat this stuff. <laughs> yes, you have to push uh, it. Oh my god! Oh it, man, it, I it, love it, mixing my food together and getting weird with things. Oh, yeah, I like it, a good or I like structure. I like a good order of operations. Dude, since when do you like structure? What, yeah. what are you? <laughs> I get to the oh, end. All right, all right. Finally, Moving finally, on. real quick, real quick, real quick. You get yeah. through all of that. You get to the very, very end. You have one crescent roll left. You take that freaking crescent roll, and then you sop up all that extra gravy at oh. the end. Okay. Put it I mean, right down your sure. gullet. Done. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah, that's, life is good. Fine. You you could have yeah okay. All right, moving on to Barb's list: green bean casserole. Yes. Uh, and I want to I want to take this opportunity to say my nope. mother my mother in law Lois friend of the program shout out to Lois mm. you got you got a pair of socks coming your way uh, uh, love uh, she makes a great green bean casserole she contributed she contributed green bean casserole to last year's Thanksgiving when we did the steak and salmon it was absolutely crucial to, to the whole operation it was outstanding Geoff's got a weird look on his face he <laughs> looks like he doesn't like green bean casserole no I don't I, I and no offense I mean what if the green beans are out of a can. You have, no, those are even worse. The green oh. beans out of a can are just oh my god! I don't like green beans. All right, I'm just that's yeah, you can tell. But what I'm telling you right now is I am tired of people thinking they can take this liberty. And no offense to your family members, everybody makes it. My own families are in this same circle. But I'm tired of people thinking they can just throw a bunch of crap into a dish and mix it together and throw it in, in the oven and just say I cooked some food for you. Here you go. I heated this for 20 minutes. Here's a mixture of crap. Well, it's you don't know, like it, even like the crispy, it's, uh, Jeff, it's, like the crispy uh, French's, is it French's onions? No. Yeah, no. Oh, I love those. No. Uh -uh. Yeah, me too. That was oh, fantastic. I, 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 I'm not a big casserole guy. Like casseroles in general are just. Well, I mean, casseroles have certainly gone out of style since we were growing up. I think that's yeah. true. But like not green bean, it's not really, a, it's not a casserole. It's just, they call it a casserole because you are mixing it with stuff, but it's a recipe, Jeff. It tastes uh, good. Here, I'm going to try. I, the, I, maybe it's just, I, I have this vision of a, a corningware dish. A corningware dish just drives me nuts. I see a corningware dish like anywhere in my house. I'm like, that had, what? Green, bean, that had cream bean, green bean casserole on it. That's gross. 
Like I just I'm I, sorry. Let's go back. What did you say? A corningware dish? I'm googling corningware right now. Look it up right now. It's like a white looking bowl with like ridges <laughs> in it. You'll you'll know exactly what oh, it I is see, when you see. see it. Yeah, it looks like a, it looks like you a casserole, casserole dish. You, you, casserole you know dish. what that is? With the, little, with the that. little blue design on it. Yep, I see those things. That hey, like, where well, I that, come from, that you you make a, a green bean casserole in a in a in a Polish pottery dish. Okay, and it looks beautiful. You can put it, it in whatever beautiful. you want to. It doesn't mean it doesn't taste. Yakshamash, Jeff. Yakshamash. <laughs> Clearly, I, you guys uh, love green bean casserole. So I do. Uh, have your opinion. I Catherine your makes opinion. a wonderful green bean casserole. It's one of her specialties at Thanksgiving. Well, shout out to Catherine. Shout out to Lois. Thank you very much, ladies, for your contributions to Thanksgiving. And I'm sorry yeah. that Jeff just hates fun. Uh, what do you guys ever do? Yams? I don't like them. One. Never had one. I, I honestly, I'm not sure if I've ever had one. I don't think so either. We talked just about like. It. Sweet potatoes, like I don't, I don't get like so. Like when I've seen them, um, it's usually like uh, smaller sweet potatoes, but then they put like, like have you seen this where there's like marshmallows on it? Yes, yes, we talked about this before. Me and Asher, like, she's had them before. I never have, but she was like, yeah, you like, I don't, do you melt a marshmallow or what do you? I don't know. I mean, they're kind of like toasted. It looks like because you bake it. You, I think you bake it. Yeah, but I, I'm. I don't mind like if like sweet potato fries, like I'll order those at a restaurant. Yeah, sure. But I, I am not down with a sweet potato dish at Thanksgiving. I have, I can't, I can't have an opinion on the yam because I've never had one, but yeah. it does sound like it's like salty and sweet, which probably not going to like it. Not going to lie to you. You're throwing a marshmallow on a potato. Not really I mean, my cup of tea. This, uh, just air on the side of Geoff is not going to like it. Yeah. Uh, all right, two more two more items on on Barb's list. The, the next one is stuffing. They're, these are both these are both like the, the the last two items on her list are like blocking and tackling. You know, solid yeah. like traditional Thanksgiving items. So the next yeah. one's stuffing. Fundamentals. Uh, I love stuffing. Again, love you got to choke down that turkey somehow, and uh, you might as well do it with a, a big bite of stuffing. Uh, to help get it down, I, I love stuff. <laughs> I love stuffing too. My my mom, um, or as or Gam Gam, as she's known around our house, actually puts oysters in her stuffing. Oh boy! Okay. And I will tell you, it is phenomenal. It's a real good say. stuffing. Yeah, very good. Oh Jeff. boy! I'm gonna. That's. I'm that's, gonna guess that's Jeff really, doesn't. That's do really stuffing. interesting. I I just don't want to offend anybody. It's just I don't <laughs> like. Okay. Since when do you care? Since when do you care? Yeah. I don't like oh. stuffing. I've never liked it. Whether it's like the innie stuffing, are you guys familiar with this? Like innie versus outie? Like, do you guys know about this? <laughs> Jeff, we're not no, talking about belly, belly buttons, buttons here. here. <laughs> like there's innie stuffing, but then there's like a, a, a another corningware dish full of like outie stuffing. Do you guys know about this? What the oh, hell are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> yes. I, I, I'm telling you, like at my parents' house, there's like innie stuffing, which is inside the turkey, outie oh. stuffing, which oh. I don't know. There's a difference. In the but... any meaning, in yeah. meaning it was like the in, innards of yes. the turkey stuffing. Yes, correct. And then there's Audi, which is just the normal stuffing that you cook. I just I don't like either of them. There's too much crap in them when I was a kid. I just I'm a simple guy, simple food. I don't need. Did you guys just have celery in it by any chance? Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's not for me. Sorry, not not doing it. All right, no surprise. Last one we can all get behind mashed potatoes and gravy. Absolutely. I don't know. Oh, I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm just kidding. I love oh it. my. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I will say I, I mentioned this. I can't remember. I honestly can't remember if I mentioned this while we were recording or when we were not recording. So I'll say it again. So 
my mother, it's it's a little bit of a dispute as to whether this is my dad's recipe or we, we refer to them as dad's mashed potatoes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my mother uh, also made them many times and it's it, not clear whose recipe it is, but we do, and I make them now for my family, we do mashed potatoes with um, a bunch of sour cream, cream cheese, butter, a lot of garlic, um, like really creamy mashed potatoes. Yes. And those are like literally like we make those every pretty almost every time we make mashed potatoes, we just make those. But especially for like Thanksgiving and Christmas, special occasions, we make those mashed potatoes. So they don't require gravy. I could take yes, or leave, I could take or leave gravy. Honestly, right. I don't I don't feel the same way about gravy as I do about turkey, but I just don't feel like I need it because I really do enjoy potatoes. Even if it's not like a creamy garlic mashed potato, I'll just l- throw some butter on there. Yeah. And that's all I need. So gravy's fine, whatever. Love mashed potatoes. So mashed potatoes are key to any big holiday meal. You Agreed. need gravy. You need gravy on everything, TJ. I'm sorry. Don't talk to me like that, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could down here. I I have a little bit of gravy in my Coors Light right now. Like that, I'm drinking. Like you need gravy. I thought that looked a little heavy. I thought it looked a little heavy. Gravy is awesome. I love everything about it. Turkey gravy. You know, you should put you should put the gravy on your green bean casserole. No, I'm not doing that. I'm I'm going to take that Corningware dish. And I'm going to take it outside. I'm going to break it in the middle of the street because all that thing <laughs> does is remind me of just Corningware. I can't believe you guys aren't 100%. Well, now corningware. now I'm going to be like all over like anybody having or suggesting a Corningware dish. <laughs> I'm just going to start saying Corningware, like whether it applies or not. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just going to start mixing in Corningware then, into the <laughs> conversation. Then the Nebraska, that is Corningware. The Nebraska <laughs> Corningware Husker. Okay. <laughs> that does not work. Well, you were trying. You were saying you were saying yeah. Corningware anyway. Put a little more gravy in the Coors Light. Yeah. <laughs> I have a. I don't. I don't know where you're going with next, TJ. But I have a couple of more unique, um, staple me, dishes. Let's, let's put it on. This is, the um, this is the Thanksgiving episode. We're, so we're you know, I think I think most families might have like at least one dish that may be more unique to their family. Um, for me, um, growing up in a mostly Polish household, uh, my mom, very Polish, my dad, at least half Polish, a lot of Polish yeah. stuff. And this, but this always kind of seemed a little bit more, maybe more, uh, German to me, but nevertheless, it was something that I never really got on board with when I was a kid, but now I will absolutely house this stuff. Sauerkraut and dumplings. Oh boy. AKA or noodles. So there'd be like a big, it's either like a, like a thick dumpling or uh, with like a big thick, uh, like egg noodle. So it's like sauerkraut with sauerkraut with these egg noodles. My grandmother, grandma Phyllis would even put like chopped bacon in this. Mm. And I mm. always like, I always like I, even, I mean, probably until I was about a teenager, I was like, that sounds disgusting. But somewhere around like, I don't know, 16, 17, 18, I tried it. And, and ever since then, I'm like, my God, that is good. So now I will say that's, some that's not, that's not a like tradition in my family. And I'm trying Ooh. to, but I, but I have had it and I, I loved it. So like, oh, I'm trying to remember like the hand says sauerkraut with dumplings. I'm trying to remember okay. the hand, the handful of times I've had the opportunity. Cause I feel like in, it's been more than, it's been more in, than once, but. Enlighten me here. <laughs> Pardon my ignorance. What is it's not a, it's not pardoned. It's not what, pardoned. What what is a dumpling? 
Well, it can be like um what is it? Like a, <laughs> when we had them, it would be more like almost like a like a like a like a little ball, like a little pasta ball or a little like a dough, like a little dough ball, basically. Okay. I got you. Um fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Big fan of it. Um I actually it sometimes doesn't even feel like Thanksgiving without it for me. Um, wow. and then my other one, I have one more. Um Again, another thing Kath makes. Kath does. Okay, now here's what it is. It's a. It's. I'm. I'm. I would. I would. I'm not going to say what it is without telling you all the ingredients. So I'm going to go. I'm going to tell you the ingredients. Okay. Canned corn. Canned corn. Sounds like a casserole already. Creamed corn. Shredded cheese, butter, sour cream, and a box of Jiffy cornbread mix. What the it's heck? a corn it's corn casserole guys i knew i knew and it and we are nebraska corn huskers and wow. this corn casserole huskers. on corn thanksgiving dad. is divine i have never ever had it but i please send me that recipe and maybe even for christmas too i don't know it like, is phenomenal. That's, that's something we, i need in my life i, I love cor- i like yeah. corn any any time of year and to throw in like some throw too. in some cheese butter sour cream oh my and gosh and jiff and cornbread like it's it's basically cornbread with like corn two kinds of corn mixed in with it hmm. phenomenal okay. yeah that sounds that sounds amazing i'm in for that i'm in for that not bad not a big sour cream, too. Guy, sauerkraut, sauerkraut and dumplings and corn casserole baby unbelievable so, all right so go ahead jeff go ahead well before we move on what kind of, i don't know what kind of weird shit you're gonna say so go I'm, ahead i'm not i'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not not a huge sour cream guy, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> sour cream? I'm not a huge sour cream guy. So what do you? What about your soft taco or your Jeff Sims combo meal? I, I can eat, to hold yeah, it. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. There's just certain ways I like to eat it. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Jeez, that's for another day. But so dessert wise, like, I mean, this is obvious. Like pumpkin pie, chocolate pie, apple pie, absolute garbage pecan pie. Who likes? Oh my god. Here? Oh, get out of here. Who likes what? Pecan pie is number one. Pecan pie is pecan pie is 1995 Nebraska for me. I go that over pumpkin pie every all day, every day. I love pecan pie. I always my wife doesn't like it. I always try to get a small one at least for both Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh, love it with ice cream, love it with whipped cream, love it by itself. It doesn't matter, baby. It goes, it's great with red wine. By the way, pumpkin pie. Sometimes I'll put a little (laughs) pumpkin pie in my hair. What do you think makes it stand up <laughs> like that? Think it makes it stand up, Chief. <laughs> so, uh, I but pecan pie is the best. But I, I will also say, like, I'll eat just about any pie. Unfortunately for me, I, I, I any baked goods really, but pie, I'll eat any pie. Uh, so it's pie. pecan. It's pecan for you, not pecan, because you, it doesn't matter how you say it, Matt. It's all pecan terrible. or pecan. No, with the dollop of Cool Whip. It's pe- <laughs> pecan. 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 I say pecan. Pecan. A pecan. Potato, potato. So, oh, Matteo, oh, sounds yeah. like Matteo's a pecan guy. Uh, Jeff, I'd choose that over pumpkin pie. Yeah. If that, if given, if given well, a choice well, between look, the two. Let's shout out, uh, shout out to the late, the late Grandma Burkle. She absolutely would have been a friend of the program, um, but she passed away several years ago. She made the best apple pie in the world. Uh, so I mean, apple, you, you can never, ever go wrong any time of year with apple pie. Apple pie goes well at Easter. It goes well at Thanksgiving. It goes Fourth well at July. Christmas. I'll take Everywhere. apple pie at the 4th of July 
Yeah. Uh, you know, some people like oh, to put yeah. American cheese on their apple pie. I don't know, but I've never shout, heard that. Shout out to Ludie Burkle, David City, Nebraska, for making the best apple pie. I'm sure everybody thinks their grandmother's apple pie is the best apple pie, but man, absolutely. David I mean, you City cannot Aquinas, go wrong. You can never. Up. That's exactly right. Exactly right. David City Coin is shout out. You cannot go wrong with apple pie, as far as I'm concerned. I don't mind apple pie. I, I actually don't mind. Oh, wow. Wow. Good for you, Jeff. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Good to, know, good to know you're an American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. USA. USA, right? <laughs> put, a, put an American flag. Drape me in an American flag and so feed me apple that, pie right? all day long. Yeah, I don't mind pumpkin. I think that might be something you'd think I wouldn't like, but I do like pumpkin pie. I think it's fine. Uh, Got to have a little bit of whipped cream on it, but I am. And, you know, this will be no surprise to you guys. I love just a straight chocolate pie with whipped cream i love french silk from vi oh like french, Inn. Silk. Yeah, french silk from village Inn is delicious i love that shit um but yeah pecan pie is ass sorry oh god all right you're going straight to hell jeff it's fine all right um <laughs> listen okay common fans if you're just tuning in uh we're going a little bit off the reservation for this episode because it is thanksgiving week and we're having a blast we are going to get into a conversation since it's iowa week we're going to kind of talk about um, who Nebraska's rival is in 2023 and who our rival has been in the Big Ten and is Iowa our rival. Before we get to all that, guys, I did want to – this is sort of a Thanksgiving slash Christmas-related topic, um, but I wanted to get your opinions. Geoff just got up, so he must be taking a pee break. So if we have to repeat ourselves to Geoff, that's why – um Matteo, when is there a time that's too early for Christmas lights in your opinion? Um I have to be careful here, TJ, <laughs> because I will say yes. For me, yes. Now, happy wife, happy life. Absolutely. Um Kath already has all of our Christmas lights. She, while while I was in Madison, um oh wow. She went ahead and and did First of all, she she already had done. She had this idea this year of, um, and I have to think like Pinterest or Instagram or something for this. I think, um, to try to make our house look like, in her words, a gingerbread house from the inside. That's so special. she so That's she special. so she put lights around all of our windows, bordering the inside of the house. That's a, that's actually kind of cool. It is. It actually, you know what. I, this was already it was already done as of last Saturday night after all Kath and all the kids were in bed and I went down to watch um, some Pac-12 after dark. Sure. Um, I didn't mind having those lights kind of providing a nice sort of ambiance to my yeah. Pac-12 after dark. Nice. It was actually yeah, a, nice. it was actually a, a, almost a little bit erotic, TJ. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't need to hear about that. There I say thank you. Yeah, um, no, that's, great. that's great. But no, it, my my typical stance is it none of that should take place before Thanksgiving Day. Once we're at Thanksgiving Day, anything's fair game. Um, because I, I don't feel I love Thanksgiving. Because yeah. to me, it's 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 real no. It's to me, it's no frills really. Kind of, it's mm -hmm. it's family, food, and football. Three yeah. Fs. It's Thanksgiving. One of my favorite holidays. Like that's, like, I love Thanksgiving, and yeah. um, and I don't feel like if if we're doing Christmas stuff prior to Thanksgiving Day, are we really? Are we really giving Thanksgiving the the due, the uh, praise, the uh, undulation that it deserves? Mm -hmm. Wow! I don't think we are. I, I, so, I, I and, and and God bless. I mean, 
and Jeff's probably going to chime in here about how we stole uh, our our ancestors stole land from the Native Americans, but and, and that, is a, that is a, that is a dark period of our history. Yes, it is because I love the Native Americans, but this is a very very cool holiday. I think where we do set aside a, a one day where we give thanks for all of that for for food. We give thanks for our food. We give thanks for our family. And we give thanks for football. Because thank, thank God for football. Don't get me wrong. I'm, yeah, you're right. Thank God for football. But I'm a fan of Plymouth Rock. I'm a, I'm a fan of the Mayflower. I'm a fan of all those things. But I'm also a fan of just like simplifying stuff. And for as long as it takes to put up a Christmas tree, multiple Christmas trees, to hang shit on the outside of your house in inclement weather, I, you bet your ass I'm going to put that stuff up as early as I can because I'm going to enjoy it as long as I can for how long it took me to put it up. Like, yeah, I, 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 I don't get me wrong. I like Thanksgiving, but I'm yeah. putting up my freaking decorations because of the the amount of time I had to I get that. into it. I want to get out of it. You yeah. do it when and, you can. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's that's a good point. And uh, I, I'm with you, both of you guys. I, I love Thanksgiving. I love Christmas. I love that. If I could just do Labor Day through New Year's on repeat, if that could be every four months, you know, I would do that because September, October, you got all the football, uh, baseball playoffs, everything. And then November, December, you got more football plus Thanksgiving, plus Christmas, plus new year's. It's just the best time of year. So, uh, totally agree with that. Um, I love, love all the holidays. It's interesting. Like I, I get really annoyed when I start seeing Christmas stuff at like target or ads, around halloween like right Dude, before walmart, right before right yeah right before right walmart, after halloween. big no walmart that's a big commercials before halloween was even here like yeah. usually at least they wait until after that but yeah exactly. that was ridiculous so that's super annoying I, i'm kind of with you like by mid-november like i got some so it is november and now thanksgiving's early this year too it's sunday mm-hmm. november 19th but it is sunday of thanksgiving week i got most of our uh exterior lights done today the the exterior illumination i got most of our out (laughs) i got most of our outdoor lights done today um and i'm i'm hoping to finish tomorrow um now we're going to be out of town for the thanksgiving week and so um so you know we won't fire them up until after thanksgiving yeah um but i've definitely kind of evolved on this where i'm with you jeff like if you if you got a nice day, if it's November yes. and it's it, it was sixty five degrees on yeah. Saturday, and I'm like, I gotta get this done. Yeah, it was it was you know, it was about forty here today, and and I was thrilled with that because, yeah. <laughs> um, so if, if you got a halfway decent day, um, and you can get it done, and then also like my almost two year old daughter, she won't remember this, but like, like. A year ago, you know, she wasn't old enough to even be reacting to the lights. Like just to see her reaction when we were like testing the lights was so awesome. Yeah. But the kids love it. They enjoy it for as I think long it's a fun as time. And then I'll tell you guys like a little. So in it was the COVID year. It was Christmas of 2020. Yep. And I guess this is a this is a post-Christmas thing. But it's this really cool organic thing that happened organically in my neighborhood. And everybody just kept turning their Christmas lights on like through January. And it was like, yeah. it, it was like, it was like everybody just, it was kind of one of those things where like the world has been through this awful thing and it's been a really, really challenging year and, yeah. and going into the new year, 
everyone just kept turning. It was kind of like everyone noticed, like, well, he he turned them on, she turned them on, so I'll turn mine on. Screw it, I'll turn mine and, on. And yeah, and everyone just kept turning them on. And it was one of those really simple things that brought so much joy. I mean, I just I enjoyed it so much. And mm-hmm. um, so anyway, that I guess that that's just sort of to me like it, it made me think like, okay, maybe there don't need to be such hard and fast rules on on some of this stuff. And like, especially when it comes to Christmas lights on the outside of the house, let's just have those lights on as long as we can handle. Let's just enjoy those lights. You know, yeah. there's that, there's that. Have you guys know the the song Merry Christmas by Elton John and Ed Sheeran? No. Who's Ed Sheeran? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> excuse me is he a a rapper rapper? um i know there's been pain this year but it's time to let it go next year you never know but right now it's christmas so like this is a great line of just like live in the now enjoy enjoy the moment let's enjoy this season as long as we can because you know we we wait for it every year and anyway so i'm all for all, we, we got most again part of it's because we're traveling for thanksgiving and so yep. we got most of our decorations up today we got most of our lights on outside today hopefully it'll be mostly we'll get our tree when we come back from from our thanksgiving trip i'm so, i'm i'm more of a manheim steamroller guy and uh i'll even go as far to say that i'm a uh mariah carey guy during the holidays uh but i agree with you there is a certain sense of sadness when you have to take uh, down the deck i'm sorry i'm so, sorry what is that is that really, what is that, what is what? that real or are you just doing this to annoy us? What? Yeah, what? that's brutal, Jeff. Both Mayheim Steamroller and Mariah Carey, are those both real? <laughs> yes. What's wrong with them? Hey, I get down I'm, with the I'm Mannheim. Embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. I love Mannheim Steamroller. I, I actually I, have in my my uh, vinyl collection that I'm actually you have quite a problem proud with of. Carey? I have I have a Mannheim Steamroller. Uh, actually, two uh, records, actual vinyl records of Mannheim my Steamroller. Dad. I'm pretty and sure LaRue has the same thing. A couple of those, I actually do a pretty outstanding air keyboard too <laughs> that I have performed for my entire family. So Touche. Mariah Carey, though, I'm sick of that. Uh, all I want for Christmas. Let's just take it easy. Pump the brakes there, all right? That's it's a good I, Christmas I just, tradition. Everybody's it's a, calm it's a down. Fun song. It's a fun song. It is. Okay, whatever, Jeff. Um, okay. um, but Booker T and the MGs for me, uh, Booker T and the MGs Christmas album is my absolute go-to. There you go. I what's uh Owens? You would know this. Who sings the Christmas song on Die Hard when he's riding in the limo with Argyle? That rap song. Uh, it's, uh that's Run that? DMC. God, it is. Love that one yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> nice pull, Owens. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Uh, I would like to move on to somewhat of a football related conversation. Do we have anything else to cover though, when it comes to Thanksgiving traditions, Matty O's raising a hand. Yeah. His hand. What, um, what do you got? What do you got? Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. Oh, <laughs> I always, always have to watch planes, trains, and automobiles. For I don't sure. care how late it is. We get the kids to bed. Um, if I'm watching it by myself, planes, trains, and automobiles. And I always, Take a screenshot photo of John Candy when he's sitting in the airport reading the Canadian Mounted, and I will send it to friends, oh, yeah. whoever. Oh my God, I have that upstairs. And uh, planes, trains, automobiles. But also, I I wanted to bring this up to you guys, I because I know you guys are fans of that movie too. Um, that is just to me one of my, not even just the Thanksgiving movie, but my my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies ever, 
there aren't enough Thanksgiving movies, right? We've talked about how it's it's yep. food, family, and football. There's not a lot of Thanksgiving movies, but I do have one. Yeah, I, I, I want to have one. There's there's that really weird new like horror movie, and I don't know why someone decided it was a good idea. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't make I'm that not into that. Thanks. I don't. Okay, sorry, I, sorry, I can't sorry. do. I can't do horror movies. I don't do them at all. No, I don't do like, them at all at all. Um, um, but no, I, a real good one that 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 I think Kath introduced to me a while back. Um, but just I think it's great, and I and it's another. It's creeping into that. I I should watch this every year around Thanksgiving. Yeah movie called home for the holidays so who's who's the lead actress in that holly hunter that's it yep yep so it's like i want to say it's like like early to mid 90s Mm -hmm. and it's it's Uh, holly hunter's in it bob downey Downey jr Jr. bobby downey jr is in it and it's like like, right before he got 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 cleaned up so you're watching it and and bobby yeah and bobby is like he's kind of all over the place but he's fantastic in it so it's mm-hmm. those two. It's um, the the great and timeless Anne Bancroft, aka Mrs. Robinson, the graduate, yeah. um, and then uh, Dylan McDermott, Steve Gutenberg, aka aka Stevie Goots, and um, <laughs> the dad. So it's the dad, the dad from Tootsie, who falls in love with Dustin Hoffman when he's dressed as a woman. <laughs> oh, for the love of God! What's his name? Um, the actor, I'm just, I had to look this up. I know you're Charles, Dur- Charles Durning. Um, Here, hold on. Anyway, home for the holidays. Claire Danes also in the movie. She's um, in that? Yeah. Claire Danes, uh, wow. 1995. Great movie. Wow. And it's super, super relatable. Like family, just the, how ridiculous it is to get together with your family during the holidays and like you got <laughs> looking, this weird this weird family members and like i'm, home for I'm the super i've never heard of it i'm super excited to check this out home for the holidays I, i'm fairly confident you guys will like it um again it- robert downey jr is great in it and it's just got these moments in it where you're like oh my god like there's a yeah, right. wacky aunt that like starts singing like church hymns at like the Thanksgiving table and there's family fighting and it's like, it's yeah. It's like, it's like if they made it's, I would, I would equate it a little bit to the family stone. If you guys are familiar with the family stone, but like, but like love the family years and years earlier, more, you know, appropriate, like date, date wise and uh, similar kind of vibes to the family stone to me, to me. So, so uh, directed by Jodie Foster. Did you say that? I didn't. Like, I did. That's great, DJ. I, I didn't. I didn't mention Jodie Foster, huh. uh, but very, very good film, uh, worth a watch. Unbelievable. My opinion on that one, to piggyback off of you, Owens, is, and I think I've run this by you. Uh, I'll give Ashley, my wife, credit for this one. She pointed this out to oh, me. Uh, that's really big of you, Jeff. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> In addition to planes, trains, and automobiles, and now home for the holidays. Uh, Oh God! Um, what's his bucket? Oh, son-in-law, Paulie Shore. That oh, is a Thanksgiving yeah. movie. That's that a is. Thanksgiving movie. That is. And Ashley pointed that out to me one time, and I'm like, you know what? You're right. It that is. is a Thanksgiving movie. And I mean, you run down the list there. I don't know the actor's name, but the dude from My Cousin Vinny, the uh, the attorney, the identical guy, Lane is the dad. Smith. 
<laughs> of course you know that. Of yes, you know that. That guy is the dad. He, he goes munch on some grindage. <laughs> <laughs> you've got him. You've got Pauly Shore, obviously, but obviously back in like the early to mid nineties, you've got freaking Kelly Kapowski in there. Tiffany Amber Thiessen, yeah. Machi Machi. Uh, unbelievable. Machi, unbelievable. <laughs> like, and oh uh, my gosh. what's the uh, the girlfriend or the Carla uh, the... Gugino? Yes. Oh. She is a, yeah, she's a, she's a number. She, yeah, absolutely. So that's a, that's one I feel like that kind of goes by the wayside that you think of it as, you know, it's just another run of the mill Pauly Shore comedy pretty good underrated actual thanksgiving movie i think just kind of goes under the radar you knew who else is in that lay it on me hamilton the babe porter is the younger <laughs> oh, brother that's right he's like yeah, the perverted right. yep. he's like the perverted yep. younger brother yeah <laughs> i'll i don't know why I, I i think i've only seen that movie once but i still remember the line he's the younger brother in the car I think I don't know. They're pulling up to a college campus or something, and he's like, "You have to have a lumbotomy to get to this place." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yep, he's great. He's great. We love you, him. Okay, boys, this was just, and I could do. We could do this for hours, and I'm pretty sure common fan listeners would love every minute of it. But um, we should probably pivot focus to the task at hand, which yes. is beating Iowa. This let's week. do this. Um, it, so it kind of got me thinking this week, guys. All right. The Huskers joined the big 10 in 2011. Yeah. So we were uh, wrapping up what our 12th year in the conference. Is that right? Yeah. And I remember thinking when this was announced, I remember thinking like, this is a really good fit for us. Like I was actually like not lamenting the loss of the big 12 or the big, big eight or whatever. I think Husker fans were already like, like the ribs were softened up because, because, you know, the, the big eight was where we had our history and our tradition. And then the big 12 never really felt like home. And it was just, it's things are, had already started to change. So it was like, okay, we're going to do this brand new conference. It's a good, like other Midwestern schools, we're coming off back-to-back big 12 championships. Like we're going to fit right in. We're going to compete right away historically the big 10 had not been, you know, outside of Ohio state and Michigan really hadn't been great. I dare say, if you go back to like the eighties and the nineties. Um, and so um, I just remember coming into the big 10 being like, this is like, this is cool. This is a good fit. Like, and I, I honestly just having friends who are Wisconsin fans or Iowa fans or whatever. I think most of the conference was like, this is a good get for us. Like the, the Huskers, Guys, it's not that long ago. So for those of you who don't remember, we were still Nebraska when we yeah. came into the Big Ten. Like we weren't, mm-hmm. we weren't TOs Huskers, but we were still Nebraska when we came into the Big Ten. So it felt like a good fit all the way around. I think one one thing that I've realized over time would be was is how like we how hard it would be to establish um for lack of a this is gonna sound obvious, but for lack of a better word, like history within the conference yeah. right yeah so we came in we thought we were a good fit but like the iowa minnesota thing's been that, that rivalry has been going on since you know the 1800s you know wisconsin minnesota the Mi- michigan ohio state they've been playing that game for over 100 years whatever all, all these games the various the cups and the chairs and the trophies and whatever we call them all these 
teams have most of these teams have been in this conference for decades, if not over a century. Right. And so that I think that for a lot of years that that has been kind of hard for the Huskers to sort of integrate ourselves into that whole situation. I'm saying this entire monologue to say, I believe like it doesn't have to be our only rival, but I believe our biggest rival in 20, as of 2023, as of this moment is Iowa. And I, whether you want to argue there, you know, obviously the Oklahoma rivalry is historic, but we rarely ever play them anymore. Right. We have Colorado. We have some of the old big eight, you know, big eight, big 12 teams. We have, we all Husker fans always hate Texas forever. As far as teams we're going to play every year, Iowa is a rivalry, and I don't think we should shy away from embracing that rivalry. No. What do you guys think about that? A hundred percent. I think Iowa is our rival, period. Um, I hate them. We share a border, damn it. <laughs> I, I I I just hate them. Like I I I mean, let me let me let me let me go back. Like I, I do a lot of work in Iowa. Um and the the people in Nebraska and the people in Iowa are very similar. We are God fearing, uh, hardworking, blue collar people. The people of Nebraska and Iowa, all very good people. The salt of the earth. Mm. But when it comes to who we support, I I just I there's something about supporting the Iowa Hawkeyes that makes me absolutely want to throw up. I I I don't understand how they kind of view us as a has been and we kind of view them as a never was that there's a lot of there's so and I think it's mostly fan created right yeah. like it it has felt a little bit forced with the yeah. Big 10 but now I feel like it's real See um, I, I agree I agree with you Matt like I I thought it was at the beginning I thought it was forced too I was like like they would like there would be people that post online when we first joined the Big Ten about like bleep Iowa, we can't stand these guys, bleep them, and I'm like, what do you have that to? What are you basing that on? <laughs> like you're, they're telling you to do like, because they because they have right. to be like. But you're right. Like now, as time has gone on, there has been a little bit of a bleep talking that has kind of taken it to a more personal level than I first thought when we first joined the conference. So I agree with you. It's, it's kind of gone off. It's, uh, I mean, on its own trajectory. We share, we share a border. So that's mm -hmm. right. There is already like, there's, that's one thing. Um, but no, I feel, I feel like there are, there are biggest rival right now. To, to me, it's, 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 it's Iowa. Number one, Minnesota Con, you know, whatever anybody else may say, I think it's Iowa number one, Minnesota number two, Wisconsin number three. Because Wisconsin, yeah. we can't really call Wisconsin a rival to to me on our end because they've just dominated us. Yeah, we, it yeah. has to for a real rivalry. Rivalry to me it has right. to be like throw the records out. It's a slobber knocker. It's going to be a close game, no matter what either team's record is. Like last I mean, year, last year was a great to me a great example. I like I was playing to get into the Big Ten championship, and mm -hmm. we're just we have nothing to play for except like to play Iowa, to beat yeah. Iowa, our rival, yeah. and yeah. we beat them. And you know what? Yeah. Damn it, it felt really damn good to go to <laughs> on the road yeah. and have Trey Palmer say, "I woke up pissed off today," <laughs> and yeah. and beat Iowa and keep them out of the Big Ten championship. That was our bowl game. That was our Super yeah. Bowl last year, and that's yeah. to me what a rivalry is. 
So I, for me, it's it's Iowa and Minnesota. Contrary to what most people might might think, they're they're a rival for us. I and, think, and then Wisconsin. Yeah, I Owen. Oh, so one thing, I'll correct you on one thing. Iowa is the rival. We're not rivals with Minnesota. We're rivals with that sob PJ Fleck. That's our <laughs> rival. I can't stand that guy. And then yes, we're rivals with Wisconsin after that. Um, that's a great point, Jeff. Uh, that's spot on, Matty O. And I think also the heat for Husker fans has gotten turned up because so we came into the conference, we beat them three out of four years uh, to start. So we beat them 11, mm-hmm. 12 to clinch the big 12, whatever the division with legends, leaders, whatever it was then, <laughs> or the big 10 uh, division. I forgot so, about that. So yeah, 11, 12 and 14, we beat them. Yeah. Lost we, them and we lost, we lost the game in 13. Where we turned the ball, like we, I thought we outplayed them, but we turned the ball over a bunch of times. It was really aggravating. But we, we won, we beat, we won three out of four. And then we lost in 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, and 21. Yeah. So, uh, uh, seven years in a row, which seemed unfathomable not that long ago. And honestly, let's see. Um, there were those two years in the Riley era era where they kind of beat up on us, but every other one of those games was a close one score loss. You know, even the 21 game, the 21 game, we were up what 21 to six going into the fourth quarter. Logan smothered. I I, I told, I called, told Matthew, I was like, you mean the Logan smothers game? Yeah. (laughs) We had him beat with Logan smothers. I got my buddy. Who's a my college buddy who's an Iowa fan texting me the early in that game saying how have you how are you guys three and eight right now like right. he's like the, the play calling the, like you guys look great and of course I said just I honestly I think at the time I was like well just wait we had, we tend to beat ourselves yeah. and then we got the punt blocked and then like everything fell apart and then I texted him back I was like this is what I'm talking about yeah no it was like, um, Frost credit to Frost like Iowa never beat the pants off us. Credit to Scott Frost. <laughs> I would never beat the pants off us with Frost. Like we 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 actually had them beat most of those time most of those games we played under under Scott Frost. No, I mean, I was I was at the one in Iowa City Frost's first year oh, when wow. Adrian was a was, was a it freshman. Like rainy that day, kind of wet, sloppy. It was nah, it was I mean, was it that? was chill, it was chilly. Yeah. Um, there might have been a little mist, but it was I mean, it was not it wasn't wasn't that bad. Um but yeah, it was. I mean, we were right in that game, and and if we don't give up a, a fourth down, like five six yard pass That's to right. TJ Hawkinson, right. yep. to yep. set up a game winning field goal, like we beat those guys in Iowa City. And I had Iowa fans asking us. We had Iowa fans asking us, "Hey, what year's your quarterback?" Because Martinez <laughs> was a true freshman. We're like, "Oh, he's a true yep. freshman." They're like, "Oh crap!" Yep. Like they were bracing themselves for like a dogfight yep. with us. For years to come, and I'm like, well, yeah, get ready for it, and you know, and then we all know what what happened. But, but we never, we always played them tough. And I remember, I remember that year. Um, God, what was that? I don't remember what year it was, but remember the year when we played Iowa and Cam Taylor had that pick six. Cam Taylor Brett had the pick six. I think it was nineteen. And then, we and then, down, and then that, we and down. then the Iowa kid ended up kicking the game winning field goal. Yeah. Time expired and shushing, shushing yeah. the crowd. I'm like, you know, that was 2019 because <laughs> we, we were playing for a bowl game. 2020 was the COVID year. Um, and I'm were, trying to were remember. we not five? Were we not five and six if yes, we beat we Iowa were in a bowl game? Six, yes, yeah, that's exactly right. That was 2019. Um, uh, yes, that's exactly right. And but, but I, I think 
I think that, yeah, part of it is now we've developed this history and a little bit of hatred, a little bit of heat. And, you know, mm-hmm. they both teams have won some games. And like last year, our win was meaningful for them because it kept them out of the Big Ten championship game where they would have gotten steamrolled, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> it's um, like it's, it's like a rule. But, it's like uh, when we used to play Colorado and uh, it's kind of a little bit of a rule reversal, not like not, not like they're like 90s Nebraska, but. It's like when we used to play Colorado and they've got nothing to play for except for beating Nebraska at the end yeah. of the year. And we, right. we would just get, and I, I do miss that. I do miss, yeah. I miss Colorado on black Friday and I miss, I miss playing Colorado. And I miss playing Oklahoma. I Those think the two. reason, I think the reason Husker fans don't want to acknowledge Iowa as a rival is one, that sentiment right there, Matt, but two, and I think this is actually, I think this this is why we don't want to acknowledge them as a rival, but actually contributes to the rivalry. We don't view them as our equal. We eternally forever, and I include myself in this category, eternally forever view ourselves as better than yeah. Iowa. Because we are. We are. Yep. And they have their championship, their trophy case is empty. They have no trophies of any kind that matter. And uh and so it and then it annoys us all the more when we lose to these teams who like even even it's funny that because we did the whole Brian Ferentz thing this year, their offense yes. has been they, they've they've had this 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 blueprint for years where the offense isn't very good, the defense is excellent, the special teams is excellent, and that's a formula that they've figured out how to turn into wins mm-hmm. and it drives Husker fans absolutely insane. Yeah. hundred percent. And I would also say like, we hold ourselves to this standard of we're always chasing, getting back to the mountaintop, mm-hmm. like nine and th- we fired two, nine and three coaches in the last 25 years. And you could argue both of those were stupid moves, but we're always chasing something better. Whereas Iowa goes eight and four and, and it's hugs all around. Yeah. It's another reason why Husker fans believe that we mm-hmm. are superior, which again, we are, yes. we are superior to the Hawkeyes. Uh, and I say, like, I say, you know, and, and so I, I think we think of like Oklahoma, like there, there, there'll never, Iowa's not as great as Oklahoma. We belong on a tier with Oklahoma. And so Oklahoma's are, you know, we should have a rival like that. Well, guess what? Here's where we are. That's, and we are where we are. And also like, mm-hmm. I'm with you guys that like, going into the big, 10 i thought to myself wisconsin's a natural rival right there's the the barry alvarez connection yeah there's we got the same colors we're gonna yeah oh there was so (laughs) much there and i honestly believe wisconsin fans would have been all for that and now we're just kind of an afterthought to them because they just expect Mm -hmm. to beat us we don't freaking matter and and no, sorry. Go ahead. So, like, if, if we go on a run at some point in the future where we beat them five years in a row or something, then that can heat up. You know, we've had some great games with Michigan State. Like, I feel like that's another one where yeah, they they've come in yeah. top ten team more than once, and we've taken them out. And so, like, there's other options there. Like, I don't think we need to be super rigid when it comes to rivals and the way conferences or teams are shuffling and conferences are changing. We should yeah. probably just embrace the teams that we have a history with and that like the, some continuity with and go with that. Like, like, yeah. because, because like, I, I think like there's nothing wrong with saying Iowa is our rival right now. That doesn't mean that we can't reach to try to get back to what we were because all Husker fans know that's what we're trying to do. And that's what we want to do. Right. 
even though we try to protect ourselves uh, emotionally by saying, well, we understand it's not the 90s anymore. We all think we're going to get back to the 90s again at some point. And so we want something greater. But like that doesn't that doesn't have to be mutually exclusive with having this great border border rival that we hate. Like we yeah. hate each other, you know? No, I think we border need to rivals. totally, you know, totally embrace it. It drives me not border rivals, but like the second you like cross the border into Iowa on I-80, like you just see all those dumbass windmills and those things just drive me nuts. They're man. Tur- like, wind I, turbines, Jeff. Whatever. You're in Iowa and they windmills. piss me off. They piss me off. I know I'm in Iowa the second I cross the border and I see those wind turbines. Excuse me, but they drive me nuts. I hate Iowa. Geoff, Geoff and Lincoln hates potlucks, Snickers bars. And clean energy. Most Thanksgiving sides <laughs> and apparently windmills. Apparently so, apparently clean energy. Apparently clean obnoxious. energy, hey, okay, okay, <laughs> Keep giving Iowa credit, guys. Go ahead. No. Keep giving them credit. What, what else do you want to talk about in, in, no. on, on the slide about Mother Russia, Jeff? <laughs> you know. The people who like windmills, it's like the people who don't use the kneeler at church. They just want to, they just want to show you how special and how hardcore they are. (laughs) Oh my Lord. Okay, boys. Um, This has been the most thoroughly enjoyable episode. Yeah. It's the, it's Iowa week. The common fans may or may not be recording this uh, at the same time we recorded the uh, Wisconsin recap, but we're going to put it out later. So we're going to put this out a, probably a couple days before the Iowa game. We said this before. We're going to say it again. We know we don't have to say it to Husker Nation, but the boys need us to rally this week. Yeah, We got to show up. It's going to be you know, 35 degrees at Memorial Stadium. It doesn't matter. We got to pull this team over the finish line to a sixth victory, to a victory over Iowa. We all feel warm all winter long. We go to a bowl game, the Vandalay Industries Bowl. Got to have it. Wisconsin, whatever it is. Um, I actually had a new one, a buddy referenced a new one, which I honestly don't even know if it's a real, it could even be a real bowl. I don't know. Uh, he referred to it as. Oh, come on. Um, there it is. The Greater Savannah Shrimp Boil Bowl. <laughs> Let's do it. If we can get to the Greater Savannah oh, yeah. Shrimp Boil Bowl, Dang whatever it, it is. Bring we'll it on. It. So, uh, and, and the Huskers have gone from uh, a dog, a point and a half underdog to a point and a half favorite just in the, in the last, and, as of Sunday night. Um, and one of the i think one of if not the lowest over under in the history of college football oh wow yeah and i think i saw i think i saw it was 27 and a half or something Woo! like that yeah nebraska Cornhuskers still setting records still relevant absolutely uh so teach real quick before we jump off here uh i had something in the works here because owens you went to the game with the family and that's a great thing to do we tried to do it the the old school way of let's get boots on the ground. Let's cheer for our team. Unfortunately, it did not work. It just didn't work. So we're all three going to the game on Friday. So we're going to have boots on the ground again, but I feel like we need more. We need, we need almost otherworldly powers. What's happening to, here? To where, is, where is Geoff and Lincoln win. going? Here. To get this win going. So I went on a, a, an adventure of myself. I went on an adventure. 
I went to Memorial Stadium and I went through the catacombs of Memorial Stadium and I, I went through those things and I had my whip. I had my jacket. I had my hat. Wait, what do you mean your whip? What is that? Indiana Jones? <laughs> What's happening here? Stay with me here. Stay with me here. <laughs> I went through the cryptic puzzles underneath Memorial Stadium. I ventured through the tombs of ancient Husker greats. I crawled through cobwebs. I swam through seas of snakes. Are you the ultimate warrior? I saw Tom Osborne down there. I saw Tom Osborne. He was he was he was drinking from the cup of everlasting life. He looked at me because he's so old, but he's still here. He drank from the cup of everlasting life. And I look over and I see Bob Devaney and he tries to rip my heart out and he says, Kalima! Kalima! And I say, No, you stay away from me, Bob. I evaded him. Oh my god. Oh, what and, is I, happening? I, and I kept going. I kept crawling. I finally crawled up to the Ark of the Covenant of Memorial Stadium. And I open it up. And I look inside and Tommy Frazier comes around the corner. He says, don't look at it. Do not look at it. Close your eyes. And I close my eyes. Close my eyes. And I grab it. And I crawl out from underneath the ruins of Memorial Stadium. <laughs> I crawl out from underneath there. I get out. And I see a familiar face. As I'm holding this ancient relic, he says, you have chosen wisely. <laughs> and I look at him and I say, thank you. I, I say, thank you. And I look at him and I say, oh, my God, it's Richie Incognito. <laughs> Richie Incognito is going to help us what? lead the way <laughs> for Oscar Vissery with our offensive line. So for that reason alone, I have uncovered the relic. What is he doing? This is the what Richie is he doing? Incognito. Oh, he's got a jersey. <laughs> this is a game Incognito. He wore this. Oh, he's, he's got a football. He's he got a game, a game worn Richie it's, Incognito jersey. It's got scuffs on it. It's got. It smells like sweat. Oh my god! <laughs> I can smell it right now. Oh my god! Can see it. You're looking at Richie Incognito's jersey here. I'll wear it to the game if I must. I think Love you must. Brand. You I have to. You must wear Love it to the game. I have the power. Oh my God, Geoff and Lincoln has lost his mind. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> so all that to say, you have a game-worn Richie Incognito <laughs> jersey. All <laughs> right. Is that it's gonna right? Help <laughs> it's gonna help our offense. It's happening. Oh. Oh. Where? How did you come across that in real life? I told you I crawled through the catacombs <laughs> underneath Memorial Stadium. I had a so giant boulder did. chasing me. So you did, and, old friend. Yes. That was really that like if true fans will pick out all the Indiana Jones references there, there was like 47 of them. So well done. <laughs> well done, Jeffrey. Thank you. Golly My goodness. <laughs> you have chosen wisely. Okay, boys. Any uh Jeff, I don't know what else to say. I mean, Sorry. I mean, I mean that in a good way. That was. I well got that done. out of my system. Oh, that was well done. I say, I say, oh. well done. And Can't if breathe. if we look back on the Huskers win Friday, they win their bowl game. 
to begin a, a new streak of excellence. It will all come back to the game worn Richie Incognito jersey. <laughs> discover of all players. Of discover, all players. Yeah, I don't think he finished at Nebraska. <laughs> discovered by Geoff and Lincoln. It's got the, the gussets the bowels, down the side. In the it's bowels happening. of Memorial oh, Stadium. That's another thing. The fellow <laughs> I got, got this from said the pants used to match up with this. Like It was an old school look that we used to have back in the day. So it's I'm pretty the, proud uh, of that too. The gus the uh the uh gussets down the side that many people have uh taken issue with um uh, over well, the years. Well done, Jeffrey. I, I think we've covered so much ground here. Thanksgiving uh food and culinary choices, Thanksgiving movies, when is the appropriate time to put out Christmas lights, who is Nebraska's rival? And Richie Incognito, the ghost of Richie Incognito, who's still alive, by the way, <laughs> the ghost of Richie Incognito uh, coming back to save Husker football. Wow. Uh, any guys, any predictions for the I think we got to do score predictions for the Iowa game. Oh, <laughs> I'll you, wanna, go you go first, Jeff. I'll go seven, three. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Who, who, who wins? Huskers. Huskers. Nice. Yep. I'm going to go Huskers 13, Iowa 10. Hmm. That seems pretty realistic. I'm going to go eternal optimist here after we just recorded the Wisconsin recap and we're pretty much super negative. <laughs> That's a whole recap. Uh, I'm just going to believe that it's all going to come together for us again on Black Friday Iowa's not going to be able to do anything with their lame duck offensive coordinator. And I'm going to say we're going to do a little more than just enough and win 17 to six. All right. Love it. I love that. So all of the common fan, and I will say, I will remind the common fan listeners that all of us picked a win over Iowa during the midseason review. So going back, however many episodes that is, um, and Geoff is holding up the incognito jersey once again. Um, <laughs> but um, okay, the Huskers are five and six. We're going into a very important last week of the season. There's always a little sadness that sets in when college football ends. Let's not think about that yet. Let's think about the joy that Friday will bring. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? Yeah. GBR, go bid red for life. I uh I just really 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 want to beat Iowa. I think yes. that um I think that we can do it. I think we will do it. We've got to do it for these seniors. We got to do it for the Ty Robinsons, uh, the Luke Reimers, the Quentin Newsoms on our team that have been through a lot. And I you know being at in, in Madison for Senior Day there kind of made me feel bad for some of those kids that, that go through these coaching changes. Um. And I know, I know Matt rules embrace these kids and those hugs will still mean something, but it's still, it's like, you know, I came here. So it's a long journey for these, some of these guys, I hope we can get it done. And I think we oh. will. Absolutely. Uh, one one thing. Yeah, that's a beautiful, to... beautiful. Oh, Jeff, you want to say something now? Yeah. yeah beautiful, <laughs> beautiful sense, beautiful sentiment, Matt. That would have been yeah. a nice way to end the episode, but now Jeff wants to talk. That was beautiful, Matt. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> jerk store <laughs> thank you jerk store is the line all right thank you for that was that was beautiful uh what, if you eat, what do you got jeff what do you want to say i just want to say 
She definitely I'm sorry, definitely I can't handle it. I'm dying. You keep making me laugh. Sorry. If you eat, have fun with your Thanksgiving leftovers because you're eating garbage is really what you're eating. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Jeff. You're Mr. Elitist. You. Yeah. Matty Owens lays out a beautiful, his soliloquy was a beautiful Thanksgiving spread, which Geoff just vomited all over. So thank you, Jeffrey. All right, Common fans. You're welcome. Get out, get out to Memorial Stadium. It's your last chance in 2023. Let's pull those boys over the finish line. Let's get that last W, get to bowl eligibility. Thank you all for listening. Have a happy Thanksgiving. GBR for life.